Every team, every topic, everywhere. This is Believe. Are you ready for two aging mid level Hollywood celebrities who think a podcast is a good idea and who ask the eternal question to fill the hole in their soul? Did we do it? Here they are, Cage and Kevin! Oh, no. Four. Hi. Three. English. Two. He's doing English. Then one. No, you have to stop at three. Oh, I'll just stop at three. You know, like a TV. Five, four, four three. Three. <laughs> the right? panic. There is Come definite on. panic in two like and the one. More. The silent panic. No, you're making me. Tim, Tim, Tim just stopped by and Mac. I know oh, this yeah. isn't part of the show, but no, that's all right. They could be. Have you guys ever wa- seen a podcast? How a podcast is made? It's like a it's like a field trip to the podcast factory. <laughs> you're saying uh, like when you were a kid, I really go into the yeah. M&M, the cho- the Hershey factory. If you if yeah, you're uh, come take a look how the Hershey's the chocolate is made. I don't think I remember one yeah detail of any of the field trips, which begs the question: Why go? Why go? You don't. I remember going to I remember going. the Museum of Science. Yes, mm-hmm. a lot of uh, it, we we saw a snake eat a mouse, which left an indelibly horrible. Did they let you see that? Yeah. Was How that was part that? of the? Was that part of the tour? I think <laughs> it was a thing where the guy was lesson. like, "Listen, very, nature is tough." Yeah, and it wasn't really necessarily on the schedule because you don't know when that is happening. Right, because the snake yeah. is there's not a there's not a feeding. Well, maybe there is, but it takes <laughs> yeah, a long a feeding time. Right, and I guess we happened upon the the tank at the time yeah. of the feeding. Uh, yeah, feeding time. <laughs> and it you takes a long time, time for that oh, for that yeah. mouse to go through the belly of the yeah, to digest. It really does. Just I like, like our podcast. Ones. Welcome to <laughs> Did We Do It? It Man, will take a way to bring it around to digest. I'm Kevin Wiseman. <laughs> That's Kyle Gas. Underscore Did We Do It? Underscore on Instagram. Good now, day. Now you're pushing, you're pushing the gram on the podcast. If they made it this far, you, you think, think it's possible that that they wouldn't know? Well, I guess yeah, maybe you're right. All Listen, 300. All no, 300 people, it's many more than 300. Uh, people, people <laughs> are listening. Movie? What was that movie with the 300? That was like at the beginning of the digital kind yeah. of HD. So there were a lot <clears throat> of crowd sequences with with extra digital soldiers. Don't you remember? That was the thing. It was Zack Snyder, wasn't it? Zack Snyder. All right. The director of, of many, many long movies. That's his thing. <laughs> That's the way they make them now. Make them long. Especially I thought we were Marvel supposed movies. to have shorter, a shorter attention spans now. Well, we speaking of long, I have two things I want. I want to talk. You're to saying about. so long? Yeah. No, yeah. we have a. Listen, we're going to get to this, but we have a. We have a. We have two surprise guests. On what? The show today. Two. Yes, one <laughs> is a dear friend of yours, who we will get to. But before we get to that, I have somebody that I didn't. Th- I don't think you. I don't think you know that I'm friendly with him. And he has a few questions. Hold on. Let me bring. All right. Ringo. Ringo. 
Come what? Hello, Carl. It's Ringo. Ringo Starr from the Beatles? That's right. And the Ringo Starr experience. How do you All know star. Kevin? I didn't know you knew Kevin. Well, when you and Kevin came to the Greek theater to mm. see me perform with your friend Steve Lukather. <laughs> when you came backstage. Now, is that is that is that replaced our fish trip, our legendary trip to see fish? Oh, yes, he told me about the fish trip. <laughs> he told you about it. Yeah, so let me get Kevin to tell <laughs> I do remember the fish trip. That was back in 2000. And I, that, that was when they, the fish was breaking up. Yeah. Okay, they were on their final tour. They were on their final tour in 2000. I'm going to say one. It was before I was even on Alias. Like my big credit no. at that point was X-Files. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? That was the only thing no. I really had to talk about. It was early in the century. Yeah. It was early. It might have been 2000. And we went and I, I, I'm a, you know, I love the jam bands. And I know that you're friends with Paige McConnell. Now, how do you know Paige? Because he played on the D album. He played on the D album. But how did you uh, wrangle him to begin with? How did we meet? What was that? Keyboard player uh, for Fish. Yeah. Gosh, I can't remember. I think he was a fan. Yeah. Somehow. Yeah, he, he listened to you guys on the bus, I think. He was like a, oh. you guys were on a heavy rotation on the tour Still bus. But him. maybe of the HBO series, I think, because the obviously um, the album hadn't been made yet. Why well, everyone knew us in those days, you know, right. we were playing in Hamburg. Oh wait, that's ring. <laughs> so we, so I, I grab you. I say, let's go. We're going down to Irvine. We're going. And I say, well, I, I know someone in the band. They probably put us on the list. And then they treated us like VIPs, like <laughs> like VIP. We parked next to the tour bus. Next to the tour. I know this was. So we go. We go on. To, first of all, we they say, oh hey, we're actually just eating. If you guys want to, you know. Grab a grab some bite to eat in the uh, in the in the band you know the setup the catering so we yeah. get a bite mm-hmm. to eat in catering and we're sitting there oh um, Paige is in the bus uh, why don't you mm-hmm. go say go say hi I don't think the other guys were there Trey wasn't there I don't know not yet and we walk into the bus and I don't I don't know if we should like out Trey sure. for his I mean uh, Paige we walk into the bus and Paige is sucking on a on a nitrous. Uh, hose yeah. straight from yeah. the tank from by the himself tank in the nitrous. <laughs> and he yeah. say, looks up and he's like, Oh, this is <laughs> a dentist friend of mine gave this to me. It's, high- it's top I'd grade. Do you guys want some? <laughs> yes, uh, I was it just seemed like rock and roll. I didn't really know what rock and roll it was, but that seemed like the tank on the bus was done. <laughs> well, I guess like, like that's the new century of rock and roll. But and then who was sitting in the? Well, no, it was just us for a second, and then pe- we, okay. people started trickling in. First, Trey came in, and he had lost his luggage, so he was oh, like, "Hey man. guys, what do you think of this shirt? I just picked this shirt up at a thrift store." And we were like, <laughs> "I was like, that's great, man. That's a great shirt. That's a great shirt." <laughs> uh, you know, he wanted to look good for his uh, eighteen thousand pants. And then Fran Drescher showed up, I think. Fran Drescher. I remember her just being there, sort of settled into the, uh, hey you know, the little uh, the table on the, uh, the, tour on the bus. bus table. Yeah, yeah. the, tour the bus. corner. There's always the corner. They always have the, yeah, the classic kind of uh, eating place. But yeah. that was already, I mean, what's, why it's just why Fran Drescher? But I guess, you know, she's a. Well, and then Fran gave them, she arrived with a copy of Spinal Tap because she was in Spinal Tap. So she gave. Page and Trey a DVD of 
Spinal Tap. Don't you remember that? that? Seems odd. I don't remember that. She was in like sixteen years. Well, I do remember that, of course, but that's like sixteen years after the movie. She's they. You don't think they had seen it? Or I mean, right? That's like she wanted them to have a copy on the bus. You know, maybe that was it. But it's like we were talking about that last time. Like, how far can you go back to something that you've worked on? You're like, here you go. (laughs) Here's an episode of the Weird Al Yankovic show. I did it in '95. I, know uh, I think the answer is never. I don't think. I think right. Dylan was right. Don't look back. Oh, you know, <laughs> you're right. saying you can never give any. Well, of I think that's ideal. I think that there might be a time, but it's it's in the future with your grandkids. I won't have any grandkids. No. Wait, you you will. Mike. I will. Yeah, hopefully. We'll see. No, my daughter wants to have kids by the time she's 25. We'll see if that comes <laughs> to fruition. The woman was the dream I had, though rather hard to keep. For when my eyes were watching hers, they closed, and I was still asleep. For when my hand was holding hers, she whispered words and I awoke. And faintly bouncing round the room, the echo of whomever spoke, I awoke. And faintly bouncing round the room. So then I remember Paige turned to me. I remember this after she gave him the spinal tap and she was like, it's the greatest rock and roll (laughs) thing, you know, parody of all time. And then he turned to me. I don't know if that's a good friend. He turned to me. He's like, I prefer the D. (laughs) That's true. I remember that. I remember everything. I have a great memory. I remember everything. You do. Yeah. You know what that means that you have to write your memoir now. I really do. And I can't because I can't remember what happened. Yeah. Yesterday. Well, you have oh. Mac and Pam. You have your I have, you have Lady team. Village. You I have remember. Lady Village. <laughs> you know that I wrote a song about Lady Village. Really? There's a place that I know that's a fun place to go, Lady Village. Lady Village. That's all I have so far. But you can see where it's going. Let's keep going. Is it like a chorus, like a Greek chorus? The guy standing there, the men, the men, the jealous men. The men. (laughs) Why are they there? Now, why am I there? Well, I guess I'm the host of Lady Village. Yeah. People may not know that I have have roommates. You know, a lot of people don't, at my age, have roommates. Well, they have families, but... Well, you're you're kind of, uh, you know, you live in what we like to call the farm, and you're the uh, proprietor story. of the yeah you're you're i'm not sure if anyone's seen once upon a time in hollywood now you remember you know, when they go out to the valley <laughs> what to the spawn ranch <laughs> yes you <laughs> to are see, uh, what's his name oh my god I forgot charles his name. manson yeah no, yeah he wasn't there though no they were trying to track him down no but it was uh seeing an interview with Bruce Stern and he was talking about how he likes to improvise, but he calls them Brucey's. <laughs> I gave you a Brucey. <laughs> or did he call uh, it a Dern, a Dernsey? That's of, what it was. I gave you a little Dernsey. 
a Dernsey. Yeah. Oh no. God. That's so funny. if I'm a, if I'm if I'm on set and I'm improvised, I'm gonna what should I call it? A Winesy. I, I, I give you a Winesy. <laughs> yeah. Wine-Z. You're welcome, Kevzy. Yeah. No, he, he is great. He you can't great. really name improvisation after your name, though. I don't think yeah, you, he did. Yeah. He gave it a Dernsey. All right. <laughs> so, uh, yes, that was uh, that was a lot of fun. But I want to circle back to our other guest. Can we bring him in again, Ringo? Kyle, did you watch the documentary? <laughs> what you? Oh, the Let It Be. That's right. No, it's, did, it was Ringo. called Get Back. Oh yeah, yeah. What did Get you back. think? Yeah, I want as a musician, I want to well, know. I was impressed by um by your your focus and concentration ring. I mean, you were back there. You never seemed to interfere, but you were always there. Cool as a cucumber. It didn't seem like you liked Paul's notes that much. Is that true? Did you like when he when he told you how to play the drums? Well, you know, he says play it like this, but I say I'm not you. <laughs> and who is really? I play it. I, I play it. No, I will say, hold Ringo, excuse me. I will say that um, I have a increased respect for Ringo because anytime those guys started playing, he was immediately in the pocket. There was no, I mean, he just, he said, the guy was not, as the kids say, ever shook. Do you know what I mean? Like he was just, he was well, just, just ready drums, to go. Kev. I mean, come on. Oh really? God, I know, but he it, it, it literally <laughs> the way he yeah, but the way he popped in and played was exactly what needed to be played. He never overplayed. He didn't. He did, you know remember remember in the early days of Trainwreck, you would always say like eh, it's a lot of fills because I was so trying to fill every moment. You know what I mean? And like the 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 fact that he could kind of revel in in the space. I, I just think he's a great drummer. He's a really melodic drummer, you know? Oh and yeah, I, for sure. I, I'm just so impressed. Master of taste. Wonderful time. Yeah. That's a good time. name for the title of this episode. <gasps> Wonderful Master time. Of ta- oh. <laughs> <laughs> Lady Delich or Dernsey. Please let us know what did we, underscore did we do it? What we should call this episode. Dernsey. Dude, I tried to watch Tick, Tick, Boom. Oh. I tried to take. Yeah, couldn't get through it. Too earnest. That was a rough ride. Yeah. You know what it was when he was like, I, like I can it. write a song about anything. Yeah. Anything. It's like, yeah, but do you have to? <laughs> you well, know. you remember when you're in your 20s and the ideal, <laughs> the idealistic nature of art and no, I how it you, did take I mean, back. yeah. And the early, I mean, early 90s New York, there was no social media. It was really like creativity was only based in what you could create. I love how it was just in New York. Like there was social media elsewhere, but not in New York. No, 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 there was a ban, there was there. a social media ban everywhere else, <laughs> just in New York. Well, I mean, how great! Listen, the, for those who haven't seen it, Tick Tick Boom is you know about the great Jonathan Larson who wrote Rent, and he you're going to say not great. I see your face. I see what you're doing. <laughs> was he? I, I don't even need you in the podcast. I could just be you. <laughs> just was be he? Me. <laughs> yeah. Well, yes, I believe he was, Kyle. Well, no, you yeah. know, John Spiker can yeah. sing every note of Rent, and I know it was a. It was kind of a huge. Five hundred twenty-five thousand. <laughs> but I think there was a reason why. Well, it was. It was partly. What was the play that uh, they were referencing? It was. Uh, well, that is Tick Tick Boom. Right. Well, that Tick Tick written. Boom was written 
he, that he had written that based on his experience writing uh, not suburbia uh what's the name of the musical that he was writing that i think it was Sub- no it's uh, like su- uh, suburbicon uh, or something <laughs> that was a show on oh my god that was a show on uh sub- suburbia that was a yeah. you know, that was an eric bogosian uh Ooh, yeah. hold on tick tick boom let me look here Cut this out. Ding, 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 dong, ding, dong, ding, dong, ding, dong. I still haven't watched. I want to go back and watch some Bogosian one man show. Sure. Just to see how inappropriate and how horrible it really was. I remember I didn't like it at the time, but I wonder <laughs> just how bad it is. Surprise, I mean, surprise. Isn't he? Uh, <laughs> but he portrays like a Puerto Rican guy and a, yeah, he does like all a the Chinese characters. grocer. And, and it's just like, and I just remember how mediocre all of like. Just because you can do twelve mediocre ones, didn't he thought it added up to? He's very successful. I did like talk radio. I don't know. Talk radio was great. Oh, mm-hmm. superbia, superbia. superbia. It's it's yes. a play on superbia. I get it. Yeah, he was workshopping his new music called right. Superbia. That's the kind of the premise of. But there's also this like internal clock that I think a lot of young artists have in their in their twenties, like the ticking time bomb of. Will I, I, you know, he's about to turn 30 and will I, will I make it as a writer? He was the compare to despair. He was comparing himself to like Sondheim and and Paul McCartney kind of thought a lot of himself, really. Well, you have to, I mean, right. You have to have the confidence to, to, I mean, what if you don't have that confidence, Kevin? Well, we none of, well, everyone's insecure secretly, but like you have to kind of, Cover it with confidence. I, how great was Bradley Whitford as Sondheim? And then Stephen Sondheim passed away just like a, a few you know, ago, or a week ago. You might be surprised that sometimes Bradley Whitford kind of bugs a little bit. Mm. But I, I he was good surprised. in this. He was. He kind of had I the posture, he really, and he yeah. had the he had the the quiet confidence and also the humility. I thought he did a really nice job in his in his few scenes. Do you but think tick, that? Tick, boom, do you think Sondheim pretty, was really pretty humble guy? I, I, I think, think so. so. In every, in every interview, yeah. maybe it's funny though. Everybody that we know, like on social media, a lot of people had a story about Sondheim, Charles yeah. McNulty, uh, Anthony Rapp. Everyone's like, when I met, uh, you know, Stephen Sondheim, I'm like, oh, God, I wish I had a story. I almost made one up. <laughs> Stephen and I, we used to go jogging <laughs> in Central Park. Like, I wish I had something. What would yeah. your story be? You and Stephen Sondheim? Do you have? <laughs> well, actually, uh, the first show. That I saw at UCLA. I hadn't even, I hadn't even gone there yet, but I remember yeah. I wanted to transfer there, and I went down to visit, Isn't and uh, I saw Company them doing. Oh, actually, sure. Steve Porter was in it. Oh, yeah, I was and uh, old actors gang. Uh, and it just kind of blew me away. I just never seen anything like it. I mean, at the time, it was so contemporary. But I also have to say, you know that uh, song in. Um, Tick, tick, boom. What was it? 90 for 30? 30 for 90? Yeah. I'm 30. I was thinking, you know, that I was 30 in 90. Yeah. You, Jonathan Larson would have been your age. Yeah. And you, you know what? He was, he was getting a lot more done than me. So, so uh, You're what we like to call in the business as a late bloomer. A grower, not a shower? Yes. And it's such it's so sad that he passed away the night that Rent premiered on Broadway after seeing the struggle that he must have endured. The night premiered on Broadway. The night it was to open on Broadway. Wow. And there's a moment where Anthony Rapp gives a speech. You can watch it on YouTube saying, you know, we owe this to our friend uh, colleague Jonathan Marshall who passed away today. It's so sad. 
By the way, I, I did see, I was kind of transformed by a live performance of a little night music that Victor Garber uh, was in. We went to see him. I took my grandmother and my mom to the um, Dorothy Your Chandler. alias, buddy? Yeah, Dorothy Chandler Pavilion yeah. uh, uh, downtown. And, and I remember this moment where we went backstage to meet Victor afterwards. The play was amazing. Victor was amazing. And Victor turns to my grandmother and says, well, you must be very proud of your grandson. And she said, I'm proud of all my grandchildren. <laughs> I was like, really? I can't have a little moment, Grandma? Just have a little moment. You got to go with the other, my cousins, too? Got to throw with my cousins? Well, you know, That's I think the, you're sensitive to As a parent yourself, you're saying I you do don't like to play too. favorites. No, no. If I ever I, feel I'm texting one kid too much, I immediately send 700 texts to the other. Oh, hey, wow. How are you? I was just going go good. Yeah. Why do I? I just think it's okay to have favorites. Is that is that wrong? I just think you know if you like one more, then it lets the other one know. Hey, you're not working hard enough. Damn, is I don't know. I don't want to manipulate. You know my children. It's such a great song. It kind of reminded me of, of, of you and me. Like, two of us making podcasts, getting angry, making up. I mean, wow, never thought of that. Yeah. You're saying maybe a re-jigger. We adjust the lyrics to, all right. To our journey of like. Two of us doing podcasts, going nowhere in our minds. Tyler doesn't want <laughs> guests this week. No, maybe but next never. week. <laughs> Go on. Sorry, I interrupted. You were oh. in the <laughs> Now, I can't believe we have a real guest today, Kevin, not just one of your wonderful impressions that you do. <laughs> we do Ringo Starr. Ringo, Ringo, give it Thank up for Ringo. you. All right. Yes. And you wonderful. know what? Uh, Paul and John, they were angry at each other, but the food was great. <laughs> All right, thanks, Ringo. Why didn't he want to play Libya? Remember, Ringo's like, oh, Ringo's yeah. not going. You know, he's not he's going, going to Libya. Oh, he's going to play Libya. Play. Yeah, yeah. I, I, I will say though that, like, God, man, those guys are great. They were just great musicians. It was great to kind of hang out with them for for eight hours. Do you know what I mean? That's what <laughs> yeah, I. Yeah, he like. let it roll. He let it roll. I, I, I'm glad he made it extendo. But I was, all, I was looking around, going, wait a minute, how many people besides like music beetle geeks are going to be no, dude, you'd hanging be surprised. everybody i talked to yeah. was watching it it's kind of like how the last dance was during the pandemic where everybody was watching the michael jordan you know the bulls documentary like oh, i yeah. feel like it's united the country yeah. or at least people that i know you know what i mean everybody's talking about get back i mean yeah seeing them kind of craft what had what become some of the most iconic songs in history is insane to me well, part of the genius was them uh, surreptitiously shooting and, and recording them. Uh, I, apparently, I just heard actually uh, Jack. I was talking to Jack about it, and he was saying how they would put 
cover the red light on the camera. So they didn't know when it was going. I like that. That's and then they had secret here, mics everywhere. Where, yeah, there was the moment. Didn't you see when uh, yeah. Paul and John get together in the in the lunch room and they had yeah. the secret mic in the flower pot? I mean, that was the thing where he was like, well, you know, we, um, John, scares. we know that you're the boss. You know, you, no, you said that. John said that to Paul. Well, Paul, you know, you're the boss. He's no, you're the boss. You know, it's like it's like yeah. they, they, like who's the boss of the group? And I kind of feel like it made me think, who's the boss of our podcast? I heard Peter Jackson though saying that uh, they really didn't have the fights though that you you might expect. They were pretty respectful of each other. You know, of course they have differences and mm. doing their own thing, but you know, and it's true. Like the most you ever got was that kind of "I'll play what you want, Paul, and I won't play at all if you right. you don't want me to." But that was like, oh god, that was always the legendary blow up between Paul and George. I also like that moment where Paul says, you know, in 50 years time, in 50 years time, we'll all be singing together. They'll say this is nonsense, you know. <laughs> I wish they I wish they had, you know. Oh, I'm was... still alive, man. Yeah, it's sad, yeah. really. It's sad. You know what I mean? Yeah. A doc's so special. I, I, you really needed all that uh, technology and stuff of today. And you needed everything. You needed all that time. You needed Peter Jackson to do his... Magic. Took him four years to put that yeah. together. God bless it. him, man. He did the. I God, mean, looks so good. Yeoman's work, and and uh, and also, I kind of went in a deep dive into all the other players too. You know what I mean? That were there, Michael Lindsay Hogg, the director, mm. and uh, even even the the kind of roadie Mal. Do you know that guy's story? Yes, the guy yeah. with the glasses, a bigger sure. dude. He ended up. Do you know what happened to him? Yeah, yeah, not a not a nice end. No, he was like on Valium or something, and he had an air rifle, and he was gunned down by the British police. Yeah, he was freaking and, out. And they don't, they don't gun down. They're not like uh, over here where cops are just looking for an excuse to take you out. Right, it must have gone pretty bad. Like, yeah, so I think they down said. Your, put down your weapon. Why, all the my cops English sounded like the Beatles. <laughs> put down your guns. Ringo. <laughs> Ringo was there. Not to shoot. Mal, <laughs> he was there. Mal, He's always there. Wait, what are you doing? Put your gun. How many volumes have you taken? Well, uh, I guess the word. I mean, he he uh, he was their friend and bodyguard and everything and the kind of the roadie. And then he was a tour manager. But his, he, you know, when they broke up, he was lost. He was a lost soul. I've got. You're saying you were so inspired by the Beatles stop. Yeah. Now we can announce it here. Oh my god, we're announcing it. On the podcast. Train wreck. It's going back on the road choo choo. Because we're getting the band back together. We haven't jammed in like forever. Yeah. We're getting the getting the getting the getting the damn back. It was really mainly just I'd lost my nerve. I thought 
maybe I should make, you know, my last ditch solo. I so, remember, uh, and then you canceled it and the, the internet went crazy, or at least on your Instagram. <laughs> if we're going to call really that the ins- Well, they could have bought more. Listen, I saw those first tickets come back. I, you know, I know it was COVID and everything, but uh, yeah, sales were I, not good. And then I remembered, I am nothing without Jables. I can't. <laughs> I, I, went to the Troubadour, I went to the Troubadour last night to see my friend Maris Yahoo, and mm-hmm. it was packed to the gills, dude. It was packed to yeah, the gills. People were excited back. to be out. Did they, like, they didn't hear about the Omicron 5000? I mean, I was wearing my mask, but very nobody yet. else was. I mean, very few people. But I was up in the uh, the special celebrity area. No, uh, I, why doesn't the mask protect you? It seems like it's really meant to protect others. But why Why is it? Is it not... I think we all think that it's protecting us more because God knows we'd right. But because I feel like it's a barrier. It seems to make sense that it's a barrier from anything getting in. Why is it just, I don't understand that. How can it it get through? I guess there's more of a chance because there's things coming toward Omicron coming towards you. Do you know what I mean? The Omicron can get through the fucking side hatch of the mask. God, the Omicron can get everywhere. You should write a get ahead of it and write a song, an Omicron song. Yeah. What do you got? Yeah. Two of us Omicron and <laughs> no, I think it's a tech Omicron. Omicron. Oh, you're saying you're saying like a rap? A, no, I think it's like a it's like a techno. Isn't it oh, sound? yeah. Well, is it a Greek letter? Omicron. I believe so. Yeah. Yeah. Omicron. I never hear that one. Omicron. Well, I guess it's O. Oh. Hey, what about uh, what is your what are your thoughts on uh, uh, Glenn Johns? He seemed like he was he was kind of the secret the secret uh, secret yes man or secret mastermind behind a lot of those songs. Oh yeah, no, they had the uh, more so than George Martin. I mean, like he he really seemed like he was very involved in the production. Well, his wardrobe was on point, wasn't it? All of their wardrobes wardrobe. did. I was obsessed with the wardrobe. I'm like, I got to dress better. Look at these guys. No, you don't. No, that's a, that's a different time. That's some Carnaby Street, you know. They had to, like, when they walk up to um, Apple Music and those girls are waiting outside, and like, yeah. I was like, Sam McCartney looks good. He's got the coat on and the hair is flowing. I think they're peaking at that time. They sort of, yeah, it seemed like they're right beard, in the prime. The beard looked good. Paul looked great. Yeah, he really did. But he was only like, like John. 20. Do you, do you like John a little fatter, or did you like the kind of the gaunt sort of? I like the gaunt. That's what I, I that's what I imagine his image as. Yeah. Gonti McGonterson. Yeah, it's a long well, That day. was another thing. That they the, to do the movie, they had to work completely different hours. They used to go into the studio really late and work, but all of a sudden they have to be on set. Oh, like yeah. Eight in the morning. We're not used to doing oh, this. I was just having my breakfast. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> having my breakfast. Only one showed up, and it's like it's going to be Ringo, and then it's like there comes Ringo <laughs> bounding in. Oh, Ringo, yeah, man, look, listen, they say be there at nine. I be there at nine. I have my breakfast, and <laughs> and then I was also obsessed with like watching what was on the plate, like what sandwiches, what were they drinking? God, they love toast. Didn't they just <laughs> a lot like, of toast, man? There's so much toast, and they they serve it in that that uh, you know triangles, that, yeah. The, the little sandwiches, the little finger sandwiches. Yeah. So you, <laughs> it's just rows of toast. You would think like they could get catering. That was maybe a little. Well, maybe those were the snacks. We'll never do 
Did, did George write that? Long and Running Road? That was Lennon McCartney. That was Paul. Yeah, was By the way, they all worked separately at that point. The Lennon McCartney is a publishing. They sold their songs together. And then, right. and so, but they stopped writing together like 64. I mean, they'd help out on, you know, the middle eight and stuff. But Paul, uh, Paul was kind of the, he was really the, uh, the energizer buddy though. Of that. God, he he wanted it. He, he wanted I think it he so has badly. to get as much as John. You know, he's the cool one, and he's got the the great songs. But no, Paul was, really. I think he's MVP. Yeah, dude. Not he really cared. He, he kept saying, "Like, come on, we gotta have the energy. We gotta do it." You know, and yeah, he was we always saying. playing the piano, and he was always he was always just creating. Always, yeah, it was all about the work. You know. Yeah, I'm getting on him. We don't have yeah. this, but you know, Brian Epstein. It, had passed away. Their their legendary manager had he point. died at that point. Yeah, he had died because yeah, yeah. he was died at age thirty three. Right, right, right. So nobody was really there was no dad, you know. He, yeah, no. So they were a little bit adrift, but yeah, it was time. They they did ultimately they did everything perfectly for their career. I mean, they came back after that, and they wanted to record like the old days. So they did Abbey Road and went back to Abbey Road Studios with George Malton and. You know, and they just like okay, let's just finish off with a with a classic. And no, then, but Let It Be was the last. No, Let It Be was the last release. A release, but they made it before. They made it before Abbey Road. Road. Right, 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 right. right and right. no one wanted to listen to all the tapes, which I really, I can really. It's a hundred hours. You just don't want to listen to a bunch of old jams, even though there might be some chestnuts in there. That's where no one wanted to listen to the Let It Be jams. No, no one wanted to go through. And they were all, you know, they were caught up in the business and yeah, things yeah, were all falling apart. Wow, but it's true. And I also feel like it's kind of a bummer that they didn't play more live because they were so good live when they were sitting just jamming with each other. Like, and there's a new uh, version of Let It Be, a 2021 mix where I think they added in a few more of the kind of conversations there was a couple different takes on spotify if you scroll down naked like, was that what it's called naked naked but you know oh. god man they were a great live band and you see that at the end of the documentary you know obviously when they're playing i disagree i disagree i don't um it was fun to see them live and they yeah. were i mean i love the old uh you know the rock and roll days and uh but you know, so, you know, they didn't didn't even have monitors back then. They couldn't even. So really how do you hear themselves. each other? Yeah, <laughs> yeah. But they'd come out and play twenty five minutes, and no one could hear them. And yeah, um, but I think they were pretty kick ass back in the old club days. But they really they were recording artists. I mean, that's what they did best, I think, and and writers, songwriters, and and uh, yeah, I think the live. I think they were sort of those were trying to they were trying to kind of recreate some winsome memories of the old days, I think. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, But, and it was, it was hard. I mean, I think it was really, thank God Billy Preston walked in there. Right. Kind of gave him a shot in the arm. You kind of need that sometimes. The other guy that. I know, what a vibe. He comes in and just. just Turns it around. All right, listen, listen. Yeah. We gotta, we gotta, we gotta get to our, to our guest. So. Okay. Should I just tell you who it is? Okay. Who is it? All right. He worked with you on, he came in and did a little cameo on uh, Tenacious D, Pick of Destiny. he One of his first roles was with uh, a show that I worked with him on, uh, well, called Roswell. He wow. uh, he was in a movie called Orange County with your bandmate, mm. Jablinski, oh, Jablinski Games. Yeah. He was in King Kong. 
He was in The Great Buck mm. Howard. He uh, played the Catholic priest in Mad Men. He was on Tom Hanks. <laughs> Tom <James>. Hanks. <laughs> he was on a TV show called The Good Guys. Lucky. Chet Hayes. Is he a rapper? Does he have a Fargo he played Officer Gus. Oh, I love Fargo. Fargo. Oh, oh yeah, God, yeah. He was nominated. Billy Bob for, Thornton. He was, was nominated for an Emmy. No, most recently he was in American Crime Story. He played uh, the FBI. Oh, I liked him in that. Oh, yeah, wow. yeah. He played Mike Emmerich. I want to tell him how good he was. We're talking about Colin Hanks, ladies hey. and gentlemen. Come on, our first guest of season two. Oh, and Hank, should we bring him in? This is a, let's bring him in. He's excited. All right, here we go. Don't be nervous. nervous. I I know. (laughs) 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 What? Oh, there he is. He did it. Hey, Colin Hanks. Hey, guys. Oh, yeah. It's so nice to see your faces. Uh, Thanks for joining us. Yeah, Are you down uh, on Zoom? Look at how fun this is. This Come is, on. Z- who's Zooming who? As Aretha Franklin <laughs> once said. Zooming with my buddies, Kevin Kyle. Ah, you uh, you mentioned, so you... You're a, are you a podcast veteran? Have you done a lot of podcasts, but generally just in person? I've been on far too many podcasts. Oh, shit. Um, but this so one is special. Uh, and then, like, I mean, it's gotten a whole lot easier since uh, the Zoom Zooms revolution. and all that sort of stuff. Yeah, because yeah. now I don't have to, like, drive to someone's garage and speak into it. <laughs> I've driven to a couple garages. You're right. It was some never of them, fun. Was some never of them fun. are, like, a surprise in that I, I enjoy them more than I think I I, I would, but it's still yeah. not a level of, of fun that uh, I, I would. Going to the garage or doing the podcast? Going to the garage and yeah. doing somebody's <laughs> podcast. Um, right, right. So this is actually significantly, um, significantly this is, better. This well, is more we'll of a hang. That. This is we'll a hang. This that. isn't a podcast. This is not a pod. I don't want hang. We're not even recording. We're desperately trying to get out of what we're doing right now. It, pretty much. I mean, <laughs> we're not doing this. That's how I've been looking at it. It's like, I, you know, hey, honey, what are you doing today? Well, I'm doing my friend's podcast and it needs to be quiet in the house. <laughs> I did see a guy walking around behind you in the window. I don't know if he's going to create any noise. Is that, do you know who that person was is? Was that me? I think that was, I think that was Cage. That wasn't me. What? No, I, I swear behind, I, saw I saw someone, someone with like a, oh, no, really? I saw someone behind, behind yeah. Kyle's. It wasn't oh, me. Kyle, we might lose you. That might be the, the special uh, <laughs> Burbank stalker. The Burbank stalker. Now, how, wait, so before we were trying to figure out how you guys, because I know where I met you originally, but how did you guys first come? I feel like it was an Orange County situation. It was an Orange County situation. In Mm -hmm. fact, I could tell you exactly when it was. What year was Um, that? Yeah. This would have been 2000. So only 21 years ago. And you you look exactly the same. I don't know. I was saying the the same thing. Is it lotions? I what are you, what I just what lotions are you using? I side? promised Paul Rudd I would not give away his <laughs> oh! his his secrets his, his secret sauce. Oh, um, Eternal youth. Look how but no, yeah. I was. Um, the poor we were in rehearsals for Orange County. We did like a couple of days of rehearsals, just getting along. And you rehearsed on a movie. Who does that? We rehearsed on a movie. I mean, yeah, what a luxury. 
It was. It was a. It was a massive luxury. And wait, um, who direct, was that? Did Mike direct that? Mike Jake Kasdan. Oh, Jake. No, Mike, Mike wrote it. <clears throat> Mike wrote it. Yeah, Mike Jake, my it. former, my former neighbor, yeah. uh, used to live in the hood here. Oh, That's a sweet right. guy. That's right. Guy. Um, and weirdly, I, it's funny. I you, just because me mentioning Mike White reminded me. Um, there was two rehearsals that I did that was like, you know, the Sean character and his brother, and. One was with Jack, um, and but there was like a week prior to that, I don't know, there was something like maybe they weren't, they were still doing his deal and they weren't 100% sure if he was going to do it. And so there was like a brief period where Mike was going to play my brother. So oh, I did a rehearsal oh, wow. with Mike White, which was- Wow. Which was a completely super, different take on the role. Completely <laughs> different take on the role. Um, equally good. that working though. Yeah, equally good. He's very um, funny. Yeah, just very, funny. very different. But anyways- um, I had done a rehearsal with Jack and he said, why don't you come to uh, the studio? We're recording a record. And I was like, holy shit. Yeah. So it was so 2001 I, then. Cause you guys were recording in, or were you recording in 2000? 2000. No, yeah, 2000. Yeah, yeah. 2000. Um, and so I went over to, was it the boat? Is that where you guys yeah, did yeah, that first boat. one? The dust brothers. Um, the dust brothers. John King. Yeah. Yeah. And uh, that's where I met. Uh, that's where I met Kyle. Uh, I watched them cut um, City Hall. Oh, City, City, Hall. City Hall, City Hall. Uh, yeah, I saw them mess that up uh, on a few occasions. <laughs> and then, yeah, and then our paths just would habitually keep crossing. I came out on the road a, a few times with the yep. D. You went on the road? I went How on come the road. I don't know this? What do you mean you went on the road? I, there was a... I You're like, was, a, like a deadhead. You were a D-head. Well, I would... I can't remember how it came about, um, but Jack was like, you should come out and uh, bring a uh, Peter, was it a Peter? No, Peter bring Parker. a Robin Hood. Bring a Robin, Robin Hood, Hood That's costume. right. I remember seeing you as Robin Hood. Yeah. <laughs> and so <laughs> I went and casting. bought, I bought the cheesiest, <laughs> like cheapest uh, Robin Hood outfit. Hollywood and costumes? Hollywood. Uh, no, the, it wasn't even that. It was oh. like a, it was like a, a cheapy like really cheapy Halloween thing. Here's to give you an this idea. Is of before how cheap Amazon it was. too. This is before Amazon. Yeah. This gives you an idea of how cheap the costume was. How cheap after was that, it? after the show, <laughs> everyone kept looking at me going like, Oh shit, you were the guy who played Peter Pan. <laughs> oh, oh, I do remember that. It, clearly not listening to the whole bit that we had worked at. Yeah. Not listening to the whole bit that we had, we had done. Meticulously uh, wait, the and the bit was that you were Robin Hood and Jack was Batman. I'm trying no, to the, the the bit was JR was Spidey. Right. Train wreck mm-hmm. Daryl Lee. He's been yeah. on the podcast. Yeah. And um I came out and shot Spidey That's with right. my invisible arrows. arrows. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and then I stole from the rich. I stole money out That's of Jack's right. pocket and I gave it to the poor and I gave it to Kyle. <laughs> to Kyle. That's 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 what wow. the bit was. Wow. That's what and the still bit was. Later, to this day. Yeah, that later still became the concept day. for the video I with need Val some Kilmer. Of that money back. Still yes. stealing it from Jack yeah. and giving it to Kyle. Hollywood Jack. It became Me Hollywood too. Jack. That had it, not stopped. Just real quick about Orange County. I am curious, did what was the audition process or did you were you offered that role or no no i i auditioned um it was uh 
it's actually really sort of like convoluted the way it, it all kind of went down. But I, I auditioned for it. I was doing uh, Roswell, which was where we met. One of the ways that we actually know we met prior to Roswell, but we what? did. We, yes. I don't remember this. Okay. How, how embarrassing. I'm, let me let's look through my notes. This let me look through my notes. Colin. Let's do a little. Let's go to an aside. I don't see you. I don't let's see let's you go here. on a little, a little sojourn, a, a little okay. detour here. here. Yeah. And then we'll circle back to the audition. Yes. On my very first table read. Yeah. I'm not a professional actor. I don't have headshots. I don't have. This is any, what you're. Anything. Oh, wait. I, I and think I remember this. Yeah, it yeah, was yeah. It Meg Lieberman. Meg Lieberman uh, had uh, put together a uh, Gene in '68. Gene in '68. Yes, yeah. and it was, was literally my my first table read ever. Yeah, it was yes. about yeah uh, about uh, the presidential. I can't remember. It was something about you know who else was in that? Giovanni Ribisi. He was, was the he at that table read. He was one of the. He was the lead character and Alicia Witt. Uh, well, I remember Alicia Witt. Yeah, I don't remember Giovanni being there. I he just was like remember, the main. Yeah, I believe he was the main. The main kid. I remember doing that, and at, at some point we were like looking for something, and Alicia said, "Well, this is everyone's worst nightmare: two actors just rummaging through, you know, some office." And I just remember thinking it was so cool that she actually thought I was an actor. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that was your uh. moment. That was, that was your moment. Was it was like, about wow. the, yes, Eugene McCarthy presidential campaign of 1968. So it was a period piece that I think oh. Meg's husband wrote. Yeah. Uh, and so she put that together. Meg Lieberman, you know, Meg, Kyle, she cast you in Seinfeld, probably. She yeah. was uh, she was the early Seinfeld, her and um, Mark Hirschfeld. Now she runs the CBS casting. Yeah, she runs CBS casting. Really yeah. nice woman. How That's did you hilarious. pull that information up so quickly? Did you look at it on the inner tubes? He's got I got a whole system here, dude. I got a whole you thing. Got it all I, I have assistance. So you just keep people in my ear. pretended to remember. Genie yeah. 68. Oh, Genie 68. Oh, that uh, stuff that yeah. I've Didn't already done turn all this research the- on. Oh, yeah. Hold on. Let me see. Oh, yes. Genie 68. That was with the... Um, so wait, so you moved down to LA, you did that. And then Roswell, Kyle. Roswell was shortly thereafter. And that was was when I really saw you again, Kev. Yes. It was was a a TV show directed the, uh, what was on the W, uh, it was on the (laughs) WWB, which is no longer, it's now the CW or it's morphed into the CW. Yeah. Yeah. It's it like the original. After they just, they just, <laughs> just decided to. It was a uh, it was a very home. popular show. You know who lives another a couple blocks away from me is uh, uh, Jason. Really, Jason, Jason Bear. Yeah, I see him with his uh, wife and uh, son and dog running around all the time. He's quite he's quite in shape now. That's in- right, because I used to live in the same neighborhood as you. That's right. So, but Kyle, I don't know if I've told you this story. I I was a guy who was upset. It took place in Roswell, New Mexico, and it was about the premise was these kids, teenage aliens, aliens. <laughs> That's it. That's really, that sort <laughs> of says two it word. Teenage two aliens. Yeah, I got you. Aliens in high school. <laughs> yeah. Which, by the way, we all feel like aliens in high oh school. My God. See, you see what that is? That's called a parable. <laughs> <laughs> but it was directed by David Nutter, who. Like is one of those guys who's like TV pilot gold. If he directs something really like that, he, he has um, a percentage of shows that have gone on to do it's so insane. well, right? It's wow. like, he, it's like over 90%. Wow. He's successful. Something, yeah. yeah. He's had something like, I think, wait, like what's six, his name? I want to work six, with him. Hold 16 David, pilots. David Nutter. Yeah. David Nutter. 
So who I also show- went on. Who also went on to direct um, Fargo? He, no, no, no. He directed oh. uh, an episode of Band of Brothers, but more importantly, he also directed some really important episodes of Games of Thrones. Games Ooh. of Thrones, <laughs> which is the you know the setup, the sequels to Game of Thrones. No, um, that's, yeah, he, no, that's he, he actually the Game of Thrones episodes. Yeah, yeah, he's a great guy and director, and has great taste in casting. Obviously, no, uh, because well, so I when I was playing a guy who was a um, uh, he was obsessed with UFOs, and I guess I hadn't remembered you, Colin, and I'm so no, maybe I had because no, you did. You can't. Do you remember you remembered me because we were shooting at some like gravel pit somewhere and it was my very first. Okay, man, we're talking, we're going all the way back. Well, I only want to tell the story because it's hilarious. And you came to me. You you came out of the trailer and you yeah. had, we've talked about this before in you know since, but yeah. I don't know if I've told Kyle the story. He came out and he had these like kind of late 90s. MC Hammer parachute pants on, which were yep. awesome, but very colorful. And I believe you had just, this was your first day on a set, correct? correct? And you correct. had just come from an all night rave. Is that correct? True? Correct. <laughs> correct. Yeah. Now explain to me the reasoning for that choice going to the rave. By the way, I love raves, but I'm saying uh, before your first day of well, raves were very popular in the 90s. Remember though, remember it was a night shoot. Oh, that's what it was. So you it had was an a opportunity to sleep. So I was day. like, oh, I'll just like pre-prep the night, uh, the nighttime awakeness by just staying up all night the night before. Oh, there you go. That's what it was. But you were still um, wearing the rave pants. You had well, changed. no, those that was like the costume. That was the costume that I ended up wearing on the show. Oh, yeah, Kevin, that was a wardrobe. Although I'll be honest, I, I probably had incredibly <laughs> baggy pants as well. I'm sure I did. I'm Maybe sure they were cargo pants, not yes. necessarily like comically as large as the ones I wore on Roswell. But they I were. I do remember you large. being a little bit. Uh, nervous because you had this was your first first day yeah and you were wow and i was excited i was excited excited that um i saw a familiar face in you oh well dude you were great and you went on to be an iconic character on the show um you but you only did maybe a couple of years right i did two seasons because and now we're back on the orange county uh i had auditioned for orange county um, because literally the, the office where they were doing all their casting out was right next to the Roswell, oh, um, base camp at Paramount. And so I went over and auditioned for Jake, um, and wow. it went, went great. And then perfect timing. I was like, he said, you're, you're my guy. And then it became a whole question of, okay, well, he's on this show. How do we work around that? What do we do? Um, and as a result of Orange County, um, they uh, sort of wrote me off of uh, wrote me off of Roswell. Was there some animus? Uh, from no, Jason there wasn't. And- no, yeah. there wasn't. In fact, I learned a really, really important lesson. You know, um, uh, there was all sorts of uh, businessy chess move conversations among people's teams and producers and whatnot. And uh, I really felt that that was not like a great way to go about. Cadems was the first guy to hire me. Yeah, Jason. So. Yeah. I really wanted to at least kind of plead my case and let him know that even if it didn't work out, that there would be no hard feelings. So I basically went to his office and said, look, I'm getting this opportunity to go be a lead on a movie. Um, I have to 
try and and take that. And I would really, I I really want to do both. And I and and if there's any way that I can do both, I will do it. I don't care how um, hard I have to work. I promise you that I will show up on time. I will hit my marks. I will have my lines memorized. Um, and if you can't make this uh, happen, I understand. You know, what, so I still have a job. What a horrible outcome. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And because of that. Um, Jason told me later, he says, because I had actually, you know, gone to him and talked to him, he really decided it didn't to, litigate to make the, yeah, he made, he, <laughs> he decided to make the effort to, to make uh, that happen. Yeah. So As there opposed was a, to like the agents calling and trying yeah. to do some sort of back or just saying home. like, no, we have them under contract. So yeah, the answer is no. Said, so yeah. he sort of did it. There was a little uh, overlap between the two. So there were a couple <clears> of weeks where I worked like seven day weeks. And then they wrote me off. I didn't ask to be written off, no. um, but they no. did. And it, it ended up being, I think, good for the show too. Kyle's been trying to get off this podcast for a while and uh, I won't <laughs> let him out. Kyle, all you got to do is just ask uh, him. No, no, he's, he's asked. Okay. Well, then I would have the, I would have your showbiz teamwork. I was promised listeners and fame and fortune. (laughs) Advertisers. Advertisers. We do have a few. We have a few. Magic Spoon. Anyway. Could we uh, do a quick, could we do a quick drop for uh, Yeti Blue Mics? Could we just do? I think that's the time to do it. I mean, this is, this is the time to do it. I mean. When they do a podcast. Yeah. They use Yeti Blue Yeti Blue by Blue. And if those listeners at home can see, Mr. Hanks is holding up his Yeti. Close your mind, eyes, and see me hold this microphone. <laughs> and float downstream. Exactly. You know, uh, you know Yeti uh, well, Blue is the reason there's a podcast. Yeah, they sent us mics and we were on our way. Like, well, what do you do with these? <laughs> uh, this sounds like, it sounds like a podcast in my headphones. Uh, you and Jack uh, became friends. You went on tour, and then that was how you and Kyle cemented the friendship. It sounds like, yeah, from that point forward. Because then I would see you at, like, I remember, I believe you were at Kyle's fortieth. Do you remember your fortieth dinner that you had? Uh, no, at the Hollywood and Highland. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh my God, that's right. That was fun. Crumholtz oh was goodness. there, and was you so were Hollywood there. Then that was your fortieth. Hey, now I'm so old. Now, that's 20 years ago. I just turned 44, so now I feel old. Wow, Hank Aaron. Dude, I (laughs) Yeah, but I got nothing to show for it. Not as much as Cage does. I think the real... uh, (laughs) It's all relative. Oh, God, you're working stiff. Um, Was New Zealand Nights, though, I think was really... Oh. I think that was our... What's that? That was our high point, pun intended. Oh, my God. Listen, it's legal, you guys. It's legal. Oh my God. I, that's right. So, oh God, is, can I tell please. this story? Yes, can I, I want to hear it. This, I hear this, it. this is actually, a, this is a high point. And this is actually, uh, this is a story I don't think I've, I don't think I've ever told this story publicly before. Oh God. Um, stop the presses. Stop the press. Everybody. More listening. Pull, pull your car over. <laughs> How can they, they can't listen? Volume. They can't listen while they're driving. No, we've no, done. No, That's because they need people. to pay attention. They need right, to pay right, attention. Right, right. If you're By on the way, my sister train. listens to it at 1.5 speed. Do a lot of people do that? To listen just to get oh, through it no. faster. I, oh, I'm like, no. It's like a normal thing, though. People listen to podcasts at a faster speed. And we're I like, like the chipmunks. I like to do. Yeah, I did no, this. It's not quite the chipmunks. It's like half chipmunks. I did this thing during the pandemic where I would listen to it at half speed 
and just pretend I was like forced into a conversation with drunk people. Yeah, some of it's, I don't, I'm not really, I don't really do the Instagram anymore, but I think some of them are still up on the, on, on the, on Instagram. So um, wait, but real quick, I want to hear the New Zealand Nights. My sister did just message me. I want to hear about the Instagram breakup. She said, she said that, uh, she loved Orange County because I put a little thing on our Instagram underscore. Did we do an underscore uh, that you were coming on and uh, you were amazing in American Crime Story Impeachment. She just sent me this and she thought your scenes with you and Beanie especially were really good. What was that like? Uh, and uh, she loved Orange County. It's still one of her go to comedies. Impeccable oh, taste. Impeccable taste. Your sister. We're, now we're taking taste. questions from viewers now, right before the story. Well, know. just in case we didn't have anything to say, I was like, please. Do you have <laughs> That's why we do the podcast. Uh, that's, yeah. that's, anyway, wait, wait. New Zealand nights, and then we'll go Instagram breakup. Okay, then we'll go American Crime Story, and then we'll let you go. Okay, and all, all things right. must pass. Those are all. Uh, the, okay. those are all. Okay. The, those are all the okay. talking points. Hey, okay. Yeah. So New Zealand nights was I wa- went down to New Zealand, um, ironically with Jack uh, to go do uh, King Kong with Peter Jackson, and yeah. we were there for. Years. Director of Get <laughs> Almost, Back. Get well, back. Director of Get Back. And that's going to be a whole nother podcast that we're going to have to talk about <laughs> that because that, I that's all I want to talk about. All things must pass. All I want to talk about. Uh, yeah. yeah, they fucking jam on all things must pass. How, yeah. Oh, okay. Anyway. They should have put a little link up to your movie underneath while they were jamming. Oh my God. All right. Um uh so Kyle came out for Christmas because we were there for a, like almost a full year. We were there for a ridiculous amount of time. <laughs> That's crazy. And Kyle came out uh, for Christmas and we had like an obscenely long break as well. We had like a month off. Um, and so I think right before we broke, Kyle was, you were just hanging out. You were just there on set with us, just sort of hanging out because- <laughs> This is That's what, what we do. do. It's hoping, yeah. hoping Peter would put you. Show business is hope. just a good hang. So, it, you know, <laughs> you hang out. And um, yeah, we were in the trailer. Uh, we were playing guitars. I had just been given a guitar um, for my birthday. Uh, and so I was like showing Cage a guitar and Cage was showing me some chords. And we just started uh, riffing. and we were playing this one song and Kyle just said, New Zealand nights. And that was all we had. And then Jack came into the trailer cause they were setting up some other shot. And, uh, and then he threw some lyrics down as well. And it was just this little, oh this little god. ditty that we wrote. And I was like stoked. Cause I was like, Oh my God, I just got to write a song with the, with Do the we have D. that somewhere. Carter, can we play New Zealand Nights? We've got a producer. I think it Does exists it? out there. Yeah. It only exists because when you guys did one of your world tours, you guys played in New Zealand and you did it as an encore. Oh yeah. Oh my God. Yeah. How does it, do you remember how it goes, Kyle? I mean, melody-wise? Nights. I, I, I do know how it, how it goes. Oh, go. come on. Impromptu, Hold on. go. Oh, no. Yeah. He's getting his guitar. Now, is this is coming full circle, but uh, this yeah. little figure that Colin does, it's, it revolves around the D chord, which is apropos. And uh, well, he's going to show you. And, okay. Oh, my God. Nice act. All right. Yeah. New Zealand nights. 
just cracked the code on the song that we wrote But it might be the weed Cause you've got great weed The weed that we need Oh my god We might buy a house and live here all our lives Cause of your fantastic weed And that was pretty much it Oh my god I cannot believe that you remembered it so well. That was pretty much it. That might Um, be the name of the title of the episode, Kyle, New Zealand Nights. Well, of course. Yeah. Uh, And I just like, I just dug that that was like something that we had done. And then uh, when I heard that you guys had done it on, uh, in New Zealand on the road, I was super sweet. So I think it exists um, on uh, like the second Masterworks uh, DVD. It does. (laughs) It does. That's incredible. Go. Now, wow. what's even sadder is that I stole that. We're, we've been working on some songs, and uh, and we were busting out your your D riff there. It's oh, just, hey, it just says I don't. I hope you don't mind if we recycle it, please. It's going to be a whole another song. You're not going to get any of the publishing, but that it sounds uh, tough but fair. <laughs> You're saying he's the George Harrison in the in tough the equation. He's not getting published. It was a great organic moment though. I remember like wait a minute, it was almost because I think you were you just starting on the act on the guitar and it was Yeah. And it's it, a D. Yeah, that was it. That D. was we were just going over the uh, like that's it. That's the song. Just a couple of chords just showing me some chords. And I and I think I was like, well, I know D. <laughs> And so we were just sort of messing around well, with that. And it's, it's just that gorgeous thing of just like, yeah. and you guys know, but it's the that drone. gorgeous thing of like just hanging out and being bored and just sort of like the set fluttering boarding. around. Yeah. yeah, the sort yeah. Of set Thank boarding. God you have the guitar in those moments, you know? Yeah. Oh, totally. That's why, that's why that, that definitely kept me sane. So that's New Zealand. Uh, New Zealand. Oh, nice. Wow. Hey, did we do iters? This seems like the perfect place to take a pause on this fantastic chat with our dear, dear friend, Colin Hanks. Be sure to tune in next time for part two of this lovely talk. And until then, check us out on the socials, underscore did we do it, underscore, or at Kevin Wiseman, at the actual Kyle Gass. And until then, be kind, be safe, and lead with love. Peace! Thanks everybody for coming to Did We Do It? Did We Do It? Kyle and Kevin gonna shoot the shit. Put something down, do it, do it. Kevin and Gage coming your way. That's what they always do. Good night, everybody. Please like and subscribe. Please like and subscribe. It will really help me.
Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube.